an Ironic Media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. I go to lunch with her. She's so nervous. I come back home and something was telling me in my soul, you need to make a TikTok. I didn't even make TikToks at the time. Okay. Like my TikToks were like pointing at the wall, pointing at my feet, wasn't sure what I was doing. And then I posted it on accident. Like I was not sure. (laughs) I sit down in our bedroom and I remember I sit down on the floor and I'm like, I just need to tell the world about what she's doing. Don't know why I had this feeling that I need to talk about it and get on TikTok and I start talking and I'm like, hello, everyone. My girlfriend, she's quitting her job today. I just start talking. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like these words were just like flying out of me. She's going to do something really incredible for the LGBTQ plus community. Today was her last day of work. If you could go give her a follow on Instagram at coming at happy, that would be really cool. I put my phone away. I'm like cleaning the house or something literally get a text from Danny. She's like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, what? I look at the TikTok and it's like, I'm not even kidding. In the first 24 hours, it was like over 70,000 people had watched the video. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, today on the podcast, I have Keely Antonio and Danny Max, and they are the founders of Coming Out Happy, and I absolutely love that name. It is, first of all, so awesome to have you here because talking to a gay couple that is thriving is just awesome. And also you guys are helping other gay couples become as awesome as you. So we need to get to know you guys. I've stalked your Instagram, your, your website, you've written, Danny's written a book, you have a podcast. I mean, you guys are everywhere. You guys are sharing the love and I love it. So Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for Uh, having me. They are, first of all, so adorable and so young. And so you've got this so early. So I love that. I was 26 years old going to conferences and meditating and opening up and all that. And I was kind of shunned from those experiences where people are like, what do you know? And I'm like, well, actually, I kind of know some things. I've been through some shit. Anyway, so I'm definitely open. I don't care how old you are or what kind of wisdom you got. You guys obviously walk the talk. You have amazing things to say. You're helping people to live their most authentic self and create the life that they really want. And you're helping gay people, which is amazing. <laughs> so, well, I LGBTQ plus, there's a lot of other letters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of losing track. When did you guys start dating and how are you guys already so good? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you take it away? Yeah. So it's so funny. Danny's not from California. We both live in California. I'm from Colorado. She's from New York. And she had this like calling, this epiphany that she needed to pick up and leave from New York. She moved to California about three months before I was moving here. We ended up matching or not matching. We ended up matching on Instagram. No, we met on Instagram. She sent me a message and I was actually moving here. So we ended up meeting. This was in 2019. We ended up meeting in person and we just really hit it off. And I think what really helped us to create a healthy relationship was that we had both been in such toxic relationships 
relationships for so long. And I think this is really common in the LGBTQ plus community because a lot of times they're in secret or you don't feel acceptance from the people Mm -hmm. around you. And there's so many societal layers. And when we came together, we were both just really wanting to create a solid foundation. And that was something that was so different about us meeting. It just felt like we were supposed to be together. I was actually never very spiritual before I met Danny. I grew up in a very religious environment. I actually remember the day you started talking to me about just her spirituality and what she grew up with. And I had such a black and white way of growing up that I almost thought I was going to have to break up with her because it was so far from everything that I knew. And it felt very uncomfortable and scary. But I remember specifically like just unknowing with Danny. I I saw her and I immediately knew that I was like supposed to be with her. It felt like I reconnected from a past life with her. And I didn't even know what those feelings were. But as I became more spiritual, I fully understood them. Mm. But I really, really believe that Danny and I have reconnected in this lifetime. I definitely think I've loved her before in some capacity. And we're here again, just really trying to do something incredible. It feels so much bigger than us. So that's and it really feels like so much more than just a relationship. Like we own our own company together. So we're constantly working on not only our relationship, but our lives together and mm-hmm. helping other people. And I mean, it just feels so fulfilling in, yeah. in all ways. Like it's, it's just, you can tell that by your stories that you do on Instagram and all your posts, the way that you guys talk, just the light in your eyes and your faces and the smiles, like you guys are really, you're definitely walking the talk. You guys know what you're talking about. That's why I was like, I gotta, I gotta find out more about these ladies. (laughs) So that's so interesting that you grew up really religious and in Colorado. And I, I remember now in one of the stories I, or whatever posts that you had, I think you grew up in like near Colorado Springs, right? Denver. Oh, Denver. Right. Okay. How did you go from letting go of that religious background to then being more spiritual? I mean, I know that Danny was definitely influencing that, but like, what really do you think did it? Was it your relationship? That's a really great question. I think for me, I had grown up in that environment my whole entire life. And I always felt like an outcast. I always felt like love was really conditional. I knew that if I was pretending to be straight, that people were going to accept me and that everything was going to be just fine. But the minute that I would share about who I was, I felt almost like the people I had trusted for so long. It was it was honestly like this really big betrayal. And so when I came out, a lot of people stopped talking to me. A lot of people told me that it was my sin struggle and that I needed to go back to God and that I was going to go to hell and they wished that I could be there in heaven with them. All of these really you know, hard things that I couldn't comprehend. And I was like, I just feel like what I feel connected to is so much bigger than all of this. And I kind of started to walk away on my own at that point. But I was still really afraid, of course, when I met Danny. I remember, I mean, Mm -hmm. we can even tell the story of when I first started to uncover some of this and I wouldn't even say things out loud. Like I would whisper them to her because I was afraid like someone was going to hear me. Like I was telling her, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm, she was like, what, what do you mean? I was like, I don't think I'm a Christian anymore. And she was like, you can say it louder. Like (laughs) you don't have to whisper it to me. And I was like, I just, I'm scared. Like And then it opened these doors that I can't even begin to tell you what started happening when I allowed myself to just let go that I didn't have to be held down because I think a lot of it is manipulation. It's control. It's fear based. 
And I just have this new way of being and it's changed my entire life. And I also know that from religion, it was always about doing everything for everybody else. And the first time that I stepped away, I actually started loving myself and I started putting myself first. And I, that's something I'd never done before because it's considered selfish. It's considered wrong in a lot of ways. And that you're just supposed to be doing everything for everybody else and taking care of people. And so that's when my capacity opened up to be able to help so many other people. And I saw that I had spiritual gifts and I felt in tune and tapped in in so many ways. But Danny definitely was a big part of allowing me to explore that because she was so accepting of what I wanted to explore. So, yeah, I really appreciate just her open mindedness and her background too. I mean, I grew up being raised uh, Jewish and I just never really connected with that at all. And my parents, after their own transformation and their marriage, they became really spiritual. And then I started to realize that as I started to figure out who I was in terms of my sexuality and just who I wanted to be, I became more and more spiritual. And then I brought it into just the life that I'm living now. And I feel like we've just really we've really been focused on just creating a life that has been about focusing on what we love and making sure that we're taking care of ourselves so we can be better for the people around us. And I think it's just, it's so fun to explore these different avenues of what we believe, but we don't believe and all, all the in between. Yeah. That's really special. You guys are really, really adorable. And that's really cute that she was able to help you be okay with who you are. That's one thing to realize that you're gay, but it's another thing to realize that most of the people aren't going to accept you because of that. And it's not something that you choose. How old were you when you actually came out? Was it recently? I came out when I was 20. So I came out when I was 20 and I started uncovering all of these things about myself. I think you came out when you were 17. Yeah, I came out like a bunch of different times along the way. (laughs) It's a never ending journey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, a lot of people assume you're straight for, you know, many reasons. Yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? So Danny, your mom influenced your journey. She's big into transformation. What would you say has helped you to become the leader that you are today? Like helping people to really become their full self. Like what is the thing that you just got from her or that you like woke you up, made you realize, I got to do this for other people too. Yeah, I think just watching her be able to help people through some of the hardest betrayals that they had ever been through was something that was so inspiring to me. I mean, I grew up watching her coach women since I was a little kid, just help them get through absolutely anything, the hardest times, the times that are fun and and all of it. And I feel like when I was struggling at my lowest point, I realized that she was teaching people how to heal themselves and how to connect with themselves. And it was something that I never understood until I really started to open up because no one wants to look at their mom and be like, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) When I was young, I was like, I don't even want to look at what you're doing. I don't even care. But when I was really struggling with my sexuality and just wanting to accept myself as an overall person, I looked to her in terms of like, how do you help people through really difficult times. Like that's what I want to do for myself. And I realized that it was about looking within and understanding that we can do absolutely anything that we put our minds to. If we can try and try to do it the best that we can. And so I went on this self-love journey and it's just, it's been a journey. Like that's it. It's just been a journey, but luckily I've had someone to look up to. And I've had a bunch of other people influence my journey as well. Like a bunch of different teachers along the way just show me that like self-love helps us not in a selfish way, but in a way where we can open up our capacity to be better for the people around us. 
So I've become the leader that I am today because of the people that I've learned from in terms of that self-love isn't selfish. It's a tool to be able to treat everyone else even better than you could before. So you have a book that you wrote and I saw there was like a five step. Yeah. So do you want to talk about any of that? Yeah, sure. I actually have two books. So I wrote my first book when I was 16. What the hell? I haven't, I'm 41. I haven't even finished my first one. It's okay. It's okay. The first one when I was 16 and I was really inspired to help teenagers at the time create businesses that they love or just kind of like find their passions. And that was something that I really liked to do because I was just really entrepreneurial minded. That book didn't really go very far. So I, I didn't really do anything with it. But as I was starting to uncover who I was and just understanding what it meant to be my authentic self, I was creating videos on YouTube that were like really about sharing this message that you can be whoever you want to be. And I think it's a beautiful thing to just be you uniquely you, whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like. And so people really started to like those videos. So I was like, how can I share this message even better, even bigger. And so I wrote this book and it took me a couple of months as I was graduating college. I was 21 and then I wrote it and I published it and I put it out there. And then we've kind of been selling it ever since, you know, it's been a bunch of years since I put it out, but it's cool to see that I can give this gift of just like helping people see that there's so much potential within themselves, no matter how old they are, how young they are, it doesn't matter that we all are capable of living a life that feels free inside of us and to be able to create the relationships that they want as well. Mm-hmm. I think that we're probably going to write another <laughs> one together because there's a lot of updated things that I would love to put into this book. I mean, there were so many great messages I did back then, but throughout the past bunch of years, I've learned so much more and I feel like that it's time to write another one. But yeah, we've created programs ever since off of the book coming out happy. And I think there's just such a deep message that runs true in everything we create of you are capable of anything and you deserve to live a life that you want and not for anyone else. I love it. And I love your pride amplified program that you guys have. That sounds really amazing for those of you who are out there who are not gay. It's just so nice to have a program catered to us. It's like having a TV show that comes out that has a gay character or is even starring a gay family or something. It just isn't, it's it's like a diamond in the rough. I think it's so awesome that you guys cater to the LGBTQ community. And I would love to discuss like what you think the unique problems are that they have versus straight couples, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of what we've seen, and I'll even throw this statistic out there, is that growing up, 68% of LGBTQ plus people are not accepted for who they are. And what that creates is it it creates a survival mode, right? I know I was living, speaking from my personal experience, and I know Danny can relate too, like you live in survival mode. You pretend to be someone you're not, you try to fit in in every single way that you can. And this is never really touched on. And so then what happens is it actually carries into how you are as an adult. And we mostly work with adults because we see that in their relationships, right, we go after people who maybe don't want us and are hard to get and we like to chase them or we go after careers that everyone else told us that we should do because we would be good at it. And basically what we take them through in this program is a whole bunch of unlearning. And that's really the first part is we have to unlearn who we thought we should be so that we can step into who we were made to be and all of our gifts and our powers and every single thing that makes us unique 
because for so long you were this person that everyone wanted you to be, and it's just not serving you anymore. So I think there are some unique challenges in the fact that we have created a life that maybe is not ours and we want to, we want to get rid of it and we want to let go of it so we can create something that feels good. Mm -hmm. I've never really even looked at it that deeply. I've always known that I'm a people pleaser or was I'm recovering a perfectionist. And I, I never even thought about that whole journey of trying to figure out how to fit in. You know, I was already so hard because I already felt always different. So I just, it's hard to, and I'm also really super spiritual and just a very weird person. <laughs> like, like I, I say weird, but it says I had a gifts and I didn't understand what was happening. Right. It's hard for me to even separate it. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's like so true. I remember having thoughts and thought everybody had them and then found out they didn't. And then you're just like, whoa, what's wrong with me? Why am I having those thoughts? So that's really, really interesting. A lot of people that come to you are recovering perfectionists or perfectionists wanting to recover and people pleasers and people who are not living the life that they always wanted to, which mm -hmm. is unfortunate. So how do you think it goes for people? Like in terms of when they hear these things, they probably are always saying to you like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I was living like this all my life. You can talk about some of the stories like that have people change their whole lives because they go, what the hell has been going on? I am so confused on and how I, all this happened. I think they don't realize even when they come to our page that, that they may have acted like this for so long. I, be, I mean, like a lot of the content we put out, someone can just see that we're talking about healthy relationships and then they don't even realize that there's so many layers underneath it of what they may have been doing that have, that's really been hurting them in terms of their relationships or in terms of like how they're putting themselves out there in any way. And I feel like we take them along this journey that just absolutely changes everything that they thought they knew about themselves and challenges them every single day to be better for themselves and so that they can change their relationship patterns and all of this. And I think a lot of it just comes down to figuring out who it is that they want to be, but it's, it's a lot of uncovering obviously who they thought they were, but like everything that came before, like understanding all of these different past experiences that they've been through that have like made them do these certain things that they're like struggling with at the moment. So, and I think the program, maybe we should put like a warning label on it because <laughs> well, change your life. <laughs> many people have actually picked up and they've sold homes that they've lived in for 30 years and they've moved to a completely different place. We've had people quit their jobs that they went to school for, for years yeah. and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Everyone told me that I should be doing this. And just some transformations of people and their relationships and how they show up. And they're like, wait a minute, I used to go after these kind of people and I'm not attracting those kinds of people anymore. It just really shift a lot of things that they never thought was possible for them. And I think that's the coolest thing that we get to see every yeah, single and day. We show them how to believe in themselves, maybe for the very first time, because a lot of them have been surrounding themselves with people that just don't encourage them to be themselves. Mm -hmm. And they just don't feel like they can trust themselves. Yeah. And we just take them through that process of mm -hmm. trusting who they are and going after things that actually feel right for them and letting go of everything that doesn't feel good. And yeah. that's just, it's so exciting to see them go from struggling with settling for less than they deserve in every area of their life mm -hmm. to feel empowered, to go after everything that feels great to them. Mm. Yeah. So awesome. I love you guys. <laughs> so, I, okay. I know my, my wife, she would not come on the show. She, I've asked her a couple of times. So first of all, I find it really cool that you both are here. They both are supporting each other though. Being so awake and aware, like, do you challenge each other? Cause I know in our, 
how we <laughs> challenge each other. Oh my like, we'll be God. like, no, 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 you're hiding from this. Like you need to sit down and deal. Yes. So of course, like Danny and I are nowhere near perfect. And I just want to like, I want everyone to know that like, we have so many flaws. We have so many things that we're also still working through. I'm mostly working through a no, lot. We're, we're both working through our own things, as um, people do. Right. But it's so funny. Maybe a month ago, I, I looked at her and I was just like working through my, sh- can I, I don't know if I can Yeah, you that. were explicit. No worries. <laughs> yes. I was working through my shit and I looked at her and I was like, can you just stop making me better? <laughs> like, can you just stop? Like, I'm done. Like, I just don't want to. That's hilarious. Like, if you think, what did you say to me? You're like, if you think that if you I, think you're in a relationship with someone that's not yeah. going to push you to be better, you're in the wrong relationship. Yeah, yeah, and I was right. like, oh, but I, I know. Yeah, but I think there's a difference. Like, we're not always on top of trying to change each other. I'm not trying right. to no. And of course, it's like, that's, <laughs> I'm not here also to be like her coach, but I think it's important to know that we can both help each other be better in certain ways. Mm-hmm. There's a time and place where we need to both go and talk to other people to yeah. get the support that we need. Because mm-hmm. a lot of our relationships in the past were about dumping our things onto other people. And mm-hmm. it was not healthy that way. And I think we just learned that we can be aware of the things that don't feel good to us and communicate it back in terms of like, that doesn't really feel good that you just did that and figure out the rest <laughs> from there. You reflect a lot of things to me. I reflect a lot of things to her. And then we're like, oh, but I think it's really, we're helpful. a reflection of each other. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but we challenge each other in, in all ways and just trying to create the life that, that we want. It's like, we need to constantly be better for ourselves and for each other. And there's no slowing down when it, when it comes to all that. And it's, it's not an easy relationship. Like easy would be that we're not challenging each other and, and all of that. But I think there's so much growth that's going on in our lives right now. And also in our relationship that it's just, it's always, it's always about growing, but it's mm-hmm. all about just being in a relationship and also slowing down and recognizing how far we've come and how much we've learned since getting to know each other yeah, from the beginning. For sure. Yeah. That's you guys definitely, especially you Keely. I mean, coming from the religious background and having a lot more to accept at a faster rate, it seems like than what Danny did because you had a much different upbringing. You guys are doing amazing. And my wife and I, we also challenge each other and we call each other in our shit and take our breaks and talk to other people (laughs) and all that other stuff. Um, do you both meditate? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. We're pretty spiritual people. And we love, we actually just got our tarot certification. Uh, we love oh, wow. I love just learning from other people. And we actually have a mentor, a spiritual mentor who just helps us bring a lot of this into our programs as well. And I think that's something that a lot of people love is that we really connect on such a high, like higher level with them. And we help them uncover these deeper purposes that they're here for, because we totally are firm believers in that every single one of us has this unique purpose that we are here to do, that we are here to accomplish. And when we can pull that out of each other, like we just want to bring the best out of everyone that comes our way. Yeah. But meditating is a really nice tool to use and journaling and all of those different things that we can think of, you know, but we, we really like bringing in these different spiritual practices. Like not everything we do is spiritually based, but I think it's just really important that what has healed us and what has continued to heal us is what we try to help people with. And of course it's our own experiences. Right. It doesn't work for everyone. Definitely. Like everyone has different experiences, but Mm -hmm. uh, that's just kind of how we've been doing it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I think that's the point is for us just to share what worked for us. And hopefully it works for you. If it doesn't keep on searching, because there's going to be somebody else out there, hopefully sharing what got them through their dark night of the soul. Speaking of which, do you think that your dark night of the soul was leaving your family behind physically and religiously? To me, religion is also a little bit spiritual. There's components of it that are obviously very, like you were saying, black, white, right, wrong, judgmental. Mm So was that your dark night of the soul, do you think? I feel like it was. I feel like I had to choose me in a really big way. And it was the first time I ever really trusted myself because I had always listened to what everyone else wanted me to do. But it was also healing from, I think, codependency and knowing that I don't need a relationship to feel valid and to feel worthy and to really, it really was just me choosing me. And that was the scariest thing. And now looking back, like, I'm so glad that I chose myself, but at the time it felt like I didn't know myself. So that was scary. I was like, who, why am I choosing this person that I don't know? And that's, I think that's the barrier. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Isn't it interesting how we will bend over backwards, exhaust ourselves to make someone else happy and comfortable. And obviously we are very uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, it's like, what the hell? It's hard for people. I mean, they're just so in it for so long that it just seems like, oh yeah, that's what I do. But then it's like when you finally put the brakes on and you're like, what the, I can't possibly go on for very long trying to please everybody and exhausting myself. So it's so great that you're teaching people to put those brakes on and check in and just be like, is this really working for you? There's like, there's a balance, right? Like we're not like not helping people and giving up. Like, I think there's a difference between people pleasing and just being like a kind person. I think- what we really have seen through the people that we've worked with is they're just checking in, like you said, checking in with themselves and figuring out what type of situations they want to be in, what they don't want to be in, and just feeling out all of them because they feel like they don't have a choice. They feel like they want to be liked in all these different areas. Mm -hmm. And through all the work that they're doing on themselves, they realize that they do have a choice and they can Mm -hmm. figure out what is my intention with all of this? Am I trying to be liked or do I actually just want to be a really great person. Yeah. It's just such a lifelong journey of undoing all of what they thought they needed to do to get through this life that they have. I'm just realizing they have a choice and they can do whatever they want with it and have the relationships that they want. Well, a lot of the people that we work with, I would say are highly empathic and Mm -hmm. they just take things on. Right. So a lot of what we do is like setting those energetic boundaries with them and making sure that they are protected because as an an empath and a person that really deeply cares and can feel things like depending on what kind of empath you are, like I'm a physical empath. So if I see something, I can literally feel it in my body. And a lot of our, our clients can as well. And so it's releasing some of that and just allowing them to know that main point there that you said that there's a difference between being kind and there's a difference between wanting to seek validation and get be be approved by others. Um, Yeah. Danny, would you say your dark night was also coming out? We all go through many dark nights of the soul, so you don't have to limit it. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say it's, it's one. No, honestly, I feel like coming out was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. It was accepting myself, but the thing that really transformed everything for me was when I had to let go of ending up in these constant cycles of toxic relationships. So there was a point, and I was talking about this on on our TikTok like the other day, where I remember getting out of a two, two and a half year relationship and I was just sitting on the floor and I was crying because I had been cheated on and just 
like verbally abused for years. And it just, it was to a point where I just, I knew that if I continued another day in this relationship, I would never be happy. And genuinely, I was so, so upset that I let myself get to that place and that I just felt like I needed to continue to make somebody else happy and do whatever they wanted me to do. And I was just getting walked over. And mm-hmm. and it came to a point where I was just like, I can't continue to live like this. I'm so sick of being unhappy. Like I deserve happiness too. So I broke up with that girl at the time and I absolutely catapulted into this new life that I've created for myself because I just made that conscious choice to let go of all of the different toxic relationships that I had had in the past that were one-sided and unfulfilling and just were not about two people being happy. It was just about overgiving and all of that. Yeah. That was what absolutely changed everything for me. But that was also one of the hardest things that I had to go through was letting go of what I thought would be my future. And that Mm -hmm. was something really, really different. And Obviously, I'm so glad that I let it go because I had no idea this is the type of life that I could create if I just gave myself the power to choose what I wanted instead of letting someone else choose my mm-hmm. life for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is, it's so profound and so simple though, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit to work through, but it's really just choosing you. It's so simple, but yet so hard. And that's like the paradox is like, why? It's just programming. It's just trauma. It's all that stuff that we got to work through. And I had a very similar dark night of the soul where I was just like, this cannot fucking be what life is about. Like, I just was like, my my relationship ended. It was horrible. I got sick. I lost my job. Like, it was all like... (laughs) like one month. I was like, Jesus, this is too much. And I was like, where did I go wrong? I was always trying to be better for everybody else and uh, make the world a better place. And I was like, but I'm ending up last place. So that was when I was like, okay, it's time to choose me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the hardest things that you have to do, but it's like, it it just absolutely changes your life, but it's definitely not easy for any of us to go through all of the hard things. I mean, everything at once, like that's really difficult, but with choosing yourself, you made it through and and you're crushing it. <laughs> yeah. Like at the time it was, it was confusing and it was hard. And it was like, I use meditation, of course, to get through it, which was really great. And now retrospectively, I'm like, like you said, here's the life that I've created that I absolutely love. I have a partner that I get along with really, really well. We support each other in so many ways. She won't come on the podcast, but she's my number one fan. Every time she's like, your podcast was so great. And of course I help, I support her and all that. And I have a beautiful kid and life is really good. I, I really see the joy and the beauty where I once thought there wasn't anything left. Yeah. Um, like it was just, I was kind of getting real bitter. Uh, yeah. I remember seeing relationship being like, they both hate each other. <laughs> Like, yeah. 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 I mean, think like, like that. So all- not normal. Just from all of our stories together, we had to go through those things so that we could be doing what we're doing now. That's what I love the most is that we can transform something that maybe wasn't so beautiful at the time into something that is really beautiful and impact thousands of lives. God, you guys are amazing. Everything that comes out of your mouth. How do you know the shit already? <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> It's I can't so imagine what we're in 10 years from now. Just, I know. It's, it's so cool. awesome. I'm so, you guys give me so much hope for the planet and where oh. we're going. And also, it just, again, it's just so great that you're serving the gay community or the LGBTQ yeah. plus community. How did you both decide to do coming out happy? Like there were, had to be a point where two of you were like, all right, what are we doing here? 
So I had been a coach since 2017. I was first dipping my toes in the water of coaching and trying to figure out after I released my book, kind of how I wanted to go about serving people. And I was still helping LGBT people. And I just saw that back then when I first started it, it just wasn't the time. And I didn't understand why I was so frustrated because I put so much time and effort into creating this business by myself. And I was back in New York at the time and I had an office with my mom and it was really cool to kind of like bounce ideas back and forth off of each other. But it just ended up not working. I got a couple of different side jobs at the time and there kind of came a point where I was like, I... I don't know what I'm doing here. I am not making my business work. It just feels like it's failing. And so I picked up and I moved to California because I was like, why not? Why not try something different? So I moved. I met Keely. We created our relationship. And then working at a corporate job. Yeah, I had took a pause on coaching and all of that. But then we started figuring out like our relationship and it was really cool. I started getting this itch to like get back into coaching And no matter what I was doing, I could not stop thinking about how much I wanted to get back into it again. And I genuinely like couldn't be in a job for more than like three or four months at a time. Like I was struggling with it because it was not anything that I was passionate about. So I decided to put my two weeks in and I'll kind of let you take over from there because I think our journey of creating Come Here Happy was such, such an interesting story. So I want to hear from you. Well, I just remember that day where she looked at me and I had a stable marketing job. I was traveling all over the country. Like I was, I was about to move into a different position, like in the next coming months. And so I was like, I support you. I want you to chase your dreams. I want you to follow your passion. And if not being at this current job and walking away is going to make you happy, like I support you and whatever it takes, like we're going to get through this. Like I have a job. Don't worry. Like we're going to be just fine. Little did I know I'd be leaving my job too. (laughs) So I'm just telling her that. And I remember she put her two weeks in and it was kind of at the time during the pandemic where TikTok was just kind of becoming a thing. And so I remember your last day of the two weeks and I went to go see her and we grabbed lunch together. She was so nervous. She had just started the coming out happy Instagram page. She just started. I didn't even know exactly what it was going to be, but I was just kind of trying to figure things out. So I made coming out happy is so the best name ever. (laughs) Like seriously, kudos on that one. That just makes me happy even hearing it. Oh, that's so awesome. So, so she had the Instagram page and I was like, okay, cool. I really didn't know what she was going to do. Like, honestly, no idea. was so new to this whole world of like helping people and all of that. So anyway, I go to lunch with her. She's so nervous. I come back home and something was telling me in my soul, you need to make a TikTok. I didn't even make TikToks at the time. Okay. Like my TikToks were like pointing at the wall, pointing at my feet, like just wasn't sure what I was doing. And then I posted it on accident. Like I was not sure. (laughs) I sit down in our bedroom and remember I sit down on the floor and I'm like, I just need to tell the world about what she's doing. Don't know why I had this feeling that I need to talk about it. I get on TikTok. Okay. And I start talking and I'm like, hello, everyone. My girlfriend, she's quitting her job today. I just start talking. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like these words were just like flying out of me. She's going to do something really incredible for the LGBTQ plus community. So today was her last day of work. If you could go give her a follow on Instagram at coming out happy, that would be really cool. Okay. So I put my phone away. I'm like cleaning the house or something literally get a text from Danny. She's like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, what? 
I look at the TikTok and it's like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think in the first 24 hours, it was like over 70,000 people had watched the video. The Instagram was up to like 10,000 followers within 24 hours. Like this is all happening. She's wow. like, what the That's heck? the universe showing up for both of you. That's so <laughs> I awesome. Like, I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I guess it's just telling you like, it's going to be okay. So anyway, so we kind of, she starts creating her business and everything and I'm watching her and I'm like, that's really cool. Like a great job. I'm so proud of you. She creates this membership. And I remember at the time, like she had this wait list. She was about to launch it. And she had like hundreds of people on the list because of all the, all the (laughs) stuff. And she was launching this paid membership Remember the day that like we opened the doors, you opened the it doors. It was madness. Like we had, yeah. we had like 200 people come in on the first day and we just yeah. didn't even know what to expect. And <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess we have all these people. So she was like, can you help me? And I was like, oh my God, like they just offered me a new position to move to Arkansas. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I lived in the Midwest for years. Like I'm not going back. Like I'm not going to Arkansas. So I quit my job. Like within two days, it wasn't that simple. I was like crying to her. It was really emotional, but I just felt this calling that I should be doing this with her. And we just started and I was not sure what I was doing, but we just did it. Yeah. And I think we've just learned so much since launching Coming Out Happy. Like the membership was drastically different than what we have today. We've let go of the membership because it was more community-based more than anything. And we really wanted to serve people in a way that help them get through their really, really difficult times. And while community is really important, it's just not how we wanted to serve people Mm -hmm. anymore. So it turned into us letting go of that and creating our program Pride Amplified. And we've just been moving forward ever since and actually coaching people on how to become the best version of themselves. And but it all started journey is over. (laughs) It all started with the TikTok. Yeah. And I think it's it's been so cool to see the the journey of what this company has been and looked like and who we were three years ago and all, all of it. Like, it's just, I'm so excited to see where it will go because we are so focused on the people that we work with and ourselves. And it's just, it, who knows? <laughs> I think it's just really cool to see what, what we all can be coming up with. Yeah. So I never thought I'd be doing this, but she kind of, I guess she dragged me into I it. It was the universe. <laughs> I was so passionate about helping people. I was so one track minded of, I was also so lucky that I was able to quit the jobs that I just wasn't feeling passionate about. And I had saved up enough money to get me through the times of not making the money. And it was, it was a real struggle. And we just went through a long period of time of struggling in terms of creating a business that we could actually do full time. Mm -hmm. But now we run this full time together and, and just hired somebody else on. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing it grow and we're expanding in just so many different ways. And just taking it slow all at the same time too, because we don't want to savoring forget. it. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to forget how special all of these different moments are of doing all of these really big things, but we want to do it right. And we don't want to rush the process too. Yeah. <laughs> They're so wise. I don't even know. I can't like you guys seriously are the best. Oh. I can't, it's really great. I love hearing stories of where we take that leap and then we're caught, as they say, by the hand of God, where you gave up that job that you had because you knew this is what you had to do. And then it's huge. I I did a similar thing and it is nerve wracking, but I tell you what, it's so awesome when you're supported by the universe and what you're doing. And, and it's a real physical, tangible, like, oh yeah, 
okay, this is, this is a good sign that we yeah. should keep going. We're doing, we're in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. It can be yeah. so confusing though, to feel unsupported. And I guess that time period of you're not exactly sure where things are going, but like, you just kind of have to trust the process of whatever comes because I mean, uh, at a point I was extremely anxious after leaving my job and putting in my two weeks, I was like, what the heck am I even doing? Like, I don't have a plan, but we just went with time no, to burn the bridge. No plan B, <laughs> just dove into it. I feel so lucky every single day that we're able to continue doing this because I also remember what it was like to have this business not work. And I think that makes me work so much harder because yeah. I never want to go back to a life of feeling unfulfilled in whatever I'm doing. And that's not to put down any careers and any anything. I think there's so much stability and support that you can be getting from a career. And I think that I've just learned so much about the work that I want to do. And I'm just so lucky that we're able to do this every day. Mm -hmm. The support that we've been able to build for each other, like when she was about to quit her job and I was like, okay, I got you. Like, I'll, I'll be fine. Like we'll have my income, like, don't worry. And then me making the TikTok to then me like feeling nervous about quitting my job and her being there for me in such a big way. And I am forever grateful for the support that we've shown each other throughout those times too. Oh, you're just the best. <laughs> well, you guys are everywhere. You're on Instagram, you're on TikTok, you have a podcast, yeah. uh, a website. So I don't think any part of your journey is not going to be documented. <laughs> That's the good thing. Yeah. I know. Oh, age. Like, ah, we wish we could get rid of, but you know, we're just trying to figure it out. You know what? It doesn't matter. What you guys present to people is definitely coming through. You guys are beautiful human beings. Thank you so much for supporting the LGBTQ community. But also like anybody can listen to what you have to say because it's very valuable. I mean, you don't need to come out happy and gay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely. come out happy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. We actually do a lot of corporate wellness workshops. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's welcome to come allies, all LGBTQ plus people, and we host them for corporations and they really, really love just coming and learning because we can all take something away and really be more true to who we are. So mm -hmm. is there anything else you want to share with the listener? If there's one thing that I feel like is really on my heart today, it's just that regardless of where you are in your journey, you are 100% valid and we each have our own unique journeys and yours is really beautiful and just understanding and trusting that process. And if that means choosing you and walking away, I promise you, it'll be the best thing that you've ever done for yourself. That's what I have for you. <laughs> nice. Danny? That's it. Just love yourself. And we're here if you ever need. That's yeah. it. We're here. And I know the, the journey is so difficult, but just knowing that you have support on your side, I think is something that saves a lot of people that they don't have to go through things alone. Yeah. Right. Um, Especially yeah. in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I, I keep wanting to do all the other letters. And then I'm like, wait, I don't even know if I know them correctly. <laughs> but when I came out, it was just LGB, LGB, I think T maybe mm -hmm. at the time that was Two thousand five, four, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. First of all, I'll just say this because you guys are gay. I was so nervous to come out that I used and I wanted to find a community. Somebody had told me about the Pride House. I guess that's what they call it. I don't even remember, but it's in New York City. Do they not even have it know. anymore? I, I don't know. know. I was scared to walk in there. Yeah, no, it's like, a real thing. It, yeah. It's it was so scary. I was like 
one, because I was like, if people see me walking in, then they're going to know that I'm gay. That's what I thought. And then the other thing is if I go in there and I don't figure out that I'm gay, (laughs) I was there, I'm going to be, I'm going to piss them off. So I was like standing outside, like, what do I do? And I walked by it many times. And then eventually I walked in, it was probably on the third, fourth time, but isn't that ridiculous? I mean, it's it's such a normal thing that people have to kind of experience. It's like just taking the time to understand yourself. And I think there's so many fears that come up of not wanting to be rejected and not what if I do the wrong thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's so many different questions that are in the beginning stages of figuring out who you are. And it's all so valid. Like remember our first, my first pride, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like I was just, and it was like, so cool. It was like, right. But it was also nerve wracking and no Mm -hmm. one talks about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of even my first time going to a gay bar. I mean, I probably was so scared to go and then found like, oh, this is okay. Everything's going to be all right. (laughs) And it's so fun. (laughs) I remember there were a lot of was in New York where it was like, when I was first coming out too, I, I started to go there and I was like, this is awesome. Like to be accepted and all of that. I wish they had more spaces that were uh, just focused on queer people instead of right. only having bars. And I think that's something a lot of a lot of people do talk about. But just to find a space to belong and to relate to people was so cool in person back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I remember. There's also some streets in Manhattan that you can walk down that are oh, yeah. a little bit more catered to, towards gay people. And I just remember being like, "Oh, it feels so great just to walk down the yeah. street." we've come so far and I'm really glad that we have. I mean, I'm very lucky when I came out to my family, they were all very accepting. My littlest sister was probably the most accepting. She was kind of like, do you have anything else to tell me that's important? Because that's not as really (laughs) important. She was like, are we still going to get our nails done? (laughs) I was like, okay, let's go. Uh, But you know, she's a younger generation. So it's been a really long journey for the older people. So I I, I really feel for them, but it's so cool how, how much more normal it is now, but still people go through the struggle of trying to figure out and choose themselves. And I think it seems like it also helped you both as well. It's just this, when you have to choose you, you just have to, cause it's like inside of you. You're like, I didn't choose this. This feels really weird. I got to stop feeling this way. When you yeah. finally choose you, you're like, well, everything else seems, you know, easy now <laughs> or somewhat yeah. easy, easier. So I always say that, that my first coming out was definitely very helpful for coming out spiritually and with all my gifts and all that. And every time that I have to choose me, it just gets a little, it's a little easier because yeah. of all the other times I chose myself and it went well. Yeah, it's true. It takes practice, but it's, it's the start of a beautiful journey. That's yeah. really what it is. It's really cool. Please tell everybody where you'd like them to find out more about you. Yeah. Feel free to head over to our Instagram at coming out happy. I feel like that's such a great place to just start. There's so many resources there. You can go to our website, comingouthappy.com, where you can find a bunch of different resources, our podcast workshops that we've put together for you. And we're all about helping you understand who you are and create healthy relationships that feel really good to you. So feel Mm -hmm. free to head over there. It was a pleasure to talk to both of you ladies. I just absolutely adore you both. And I can't wait to see what you do in the future. I mean, if you're already here, I don't mean, you guys are going to be amazing. (laughs) And maybe one day you guys will have a family and then get to have kids and they'll be amazing as well. (laughs) I'm excited for that. I'm not pushing that on that just in case. (laughs) No, we want it. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay, Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, you're from a big fanny. (laughs) Yeah, there's Don't tell your mom that. Uh, Big family, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three siblings. 
got my parents. I also grew up with six dogs. So it was six always dogs, a yeah. heavy household. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ladies. It was so great to talk to you. You too. It was great talking to you. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show, website or other platforms, including text, images, audio or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.